This is Dr. Holly Lucille's Mindful Medicine. Here's Dr. Holly Lucille. Well, hello there, mindful listeners. I want to thank you again for spending part of your day with us here at Mindful Medicine. I am Dr. Holly Lucille, and yes, we are still in a pandemic. <laughs> you know, we I think we all on radio talk about, you know, delivering evergreen content so you can just pop on that episode and get something that you might be looking at. And I, I thought, gosh, I'd never thought that I would actually be just talking about a pandemic for now six months, but we're still here. And today we're going to be talking about something that has to do with that because we're going to be talking about health benefits of nasal washing. And I know it sounds awful when you say it really fast, but as a practitioner who has recommended it for many, many, many years, and also as a recipient of my own doing nasal washing. It is amazing. It's got wonderful benefits. And I'm going to bring on Dr. Hannah Solomon. She is an MD. She's the founder of Be Well Health LLC and also the inventor of this incredible product called Nasal Pure. I have one downstairs in my first aid kit. Uh, it is definitely very comfortable. When I talk about nasal washing sounding like it's going to be uncomfortable, the nasal pure, I have to tell you, very comfortable. She graduated from the University of Missouri Columbia School of Medicine in 1986 and completed the university's pediatric residency program in 1989. But basically, her career has been spent in noses. So, Dr. Hanna, thanks for being here. Oh, thank you for having me, doctor. This is so exciting. I love to talk about noses. Yeah. Because everybody has one. Yes. And it is the most ignored right. uh, part of our bodies. Sometimes we wash yeah. our toes and our and our heads and our armpits and our everything, but we don't wash our nose. And that's because we live in America and because we're so rich and we're used to going to the doctor for every ailment and taking a pill rather than looking at the reason for the ailment. And that has been my focus. That is wonderful. And you're sort of talking right up my alley if I can like squish two sayings together because yes. as one of the tenets of a, being a naturopathic doctor is to adopt, identify, and treat the cause. So I'm going to switch from noses to ears. You've got, do you have lovely birds in the background? I do. I'm standing outside. Should I move? Well, it sounds, I mean, it's very peaceful to me. I just wanted to identify it and know that my ears no, are working as well. I'm outside on my deck. Yeah. Looking at the birds and the leaves that are gently falling. Yes, welcome to fall. Okay, speaking about fall, when we come into fall, what do we usually think of? Kids going back to school um, and there being little petri dishes everywhere. We have this cold and flu season that's innate. It happens every year, right? So what do you think about cold and flu season? What do you think it's going to look like this fall right now? You know, I'm old enough and smart enough to know that I don't really miss I could guess, but I don't want anybody to ever think I really know because nobody really knows. I'm going to hope that folks are mindful about common sense approaches, distancing, mask when appropriate, hand washing, good nutrition, cleaning the inside of your home well because of environmental irritants. This show is not about vaccines, but if you choose to get your vaccines, do it. I know from the past 30 years, and there are many studies that I can share supporting what I'm going to tell you, what I've seen clinically, and what I've heard from tens of thousands of customers of mine. 
when they wash their nose on a regular basis, they don't get sick as often. Don't get sick after traveling. They don't get as many asthmatic episodes. They snore less if it's not just central sleep apnea. They don't get ear infections. As the nose goes, the ears follow. So I, I guess what I'm saying is if you're mindful and in terms of anticipatory guidance of doing basic common sense approaches, including washing your nose, can only be helpful and it causes no harm. You know, we are learning about this virus every day, every day, because it's a different one. It's a new one. And I'm going to remind the world that we've had many pandemics. It is part of nature. The question about this one is the ability to mutate. And is it a result of nature or is it a result of a lab? So you're talking about the virus itself and its ability to mutate. Yes. Okay. Let's right. go back for, quickly to the nasal washing. And as a, you know, just your, your work has been extensive as an MD. Can you tell the listeners what we call the mechanism of action? So you're right. You know, we think about washing our ears. I mean, people that are told not to put Q-tips in your ears, but how many people do it and feel like, oh my gosh, this is the best feeling ever. Um, we get manicures, pedicures, we wash all start, sorts of our body, but you're right. So this this upside down thing that hangs over our mouth and it's connected to our sinuses and our throat and our ears, What is what is, when you do nasal washing, What's the mechanism of action that leads you to, to, to see people that probably have less asthmatic attacks, ha, you know, are getting Great sick question. less? What's, what's going okay. on? So let's, before we answer that, we must talk about what the function of the nose is. And the nose humidifies, filters, and warms 10,000 liters of air every day through our nose. It's an amazing organ, and, it per, and, it, and we humans make a pint to a quart of mucus each day, assuming we're healthy. We make more if we're ill, and it gets thicker, sticky, drier at, in certain conditions like age and certain medications. So it is our filter. It protects our bronchial tubes and our lungs. The mucus tracks and collects the debris that was inha inhaled through the nose and then we swallow most of it or cough it out. Um, and when we swallow it, all those germs are killed because of the acid. If you don't wash your nose, then, then you're building up the toxins. And I always love to talk about toxic load and I begin with eating good foods, not putting poisons on your skin, cleaning out your environment, and cleaning the nose. It's a little bit like having a, um, an enema, a cleansing enema. Um, so when we wash the nose, we know if you use a salty buffered solution, and we'll talk about that in a minute, as compared to normal saline, which is only as salty as your body, if you use a saltier solution that is buffered, it removes, this is the fun part, 
it removes 80% of the inflammatory mediators, the allergens. Wow. What does that mean? Yeah. That means you use, you suffer 80% less with your symptoms. You take 80% less Allegra, Zyrtec, Flonase, and the list goes on. That's one. The next thing it does is it shrinks swollen membranes naturally because water follows salt. So the swelling inside the tissues diffuse through the membrane and join the solution. You don't need the Dimetap or the Sudafed. Um, the hypertonic improves the little cilia, the little hairs in the nose that work hard to sweep the garbage in the correct direction. It improves the filtering by 17%. The next thing it does is it thins the mucus. It takes big, thick, sticky glob goobers and it thins it out so it can drain out of the head like it's supposed to. The next thing it does is it augments healing. If you have a, a, a scab, your, your instinct is, why would I want to put salty water in there? But if you use a buffered salty solution, it heals much quicker. And then the last and the most important is if you have a hypertonic buffered solution, it makes the environment for the bacteria and the viruses inhabitable. They cannot live in that environment. So why not wash it out? You know, my, my company slogan, first do no harm. As a pediatrician, very early on, I became the snot nose expert. Why? Because almost everybody came in with a snot nose. And I wasn't willing to treat these children different than I would treat my own, which is you don't give antibiotics lightly. You give it rarely. And that's how I became the snot nose expert. I had to figure out a way that I myself can wash my nose and I'm a water wimp. And when you said water up the nose and everybody initially reacts like that except children children are cool with it if they see mom or dad do it they're cool with it um that's i had a rule don't ask a two-year-old patient to do something that i cannot do i couldn't that's do the smart. netty i couldn't do the netty but i oh. knew the idea was wonderful it was fabulous yeah. five thousand years old it's a wonderful idea but then by accident, I found that the way to make a comfortable nose wash that will not make me feel like I'm drowning, I'm choking, my friend pushed me in the swimming pool at age 14 and I'm drowning. How did I do that? I instinctually knew that the nasal cavity, despite what every human assumes, that the nose goes up, there's a pathway up, and that's not true. If you put a Q-tip straight back from the opening of the nostril to the, toward the nape of your neck, if you do it correctly, you won't feel it because there's an open pathway. That's where NasoPure goes. And in doing that, it passes the sinus opening and makes a negative pressure based on Bernoulli's principle. So it flushes along the nasal floor 
vacuums the maxillary sinuses, makes a U-turn, exits the opposite nostril. And that is what makes it so comfortable and it gets the job done. So when you were talking about the mechanism of action, I think what you said, you know, it's, it's not only a prevention, right? Cause helping people, I assume with allergies as well, not getting sick, having less asthma attacks, but it seems like it's a symptom reliever as well. Cause you said that it calms down, you know, sometimes that sinus pressure when you're nares are inflamed due to irritants, due to pathogens in there. It is so uncomfortable. It can lead to headaches. It can lead to days off, sick days, and and misery, to be honest with you. So you've got something here, a modality that sounds like not only is it quote unquote treatment, it's prevention, and it's also symptom relief. It is symptom relief. I always like to be careful with if we are dealing with someone who has, uh, you know, we have four sets of sinuses. So let's just talk about the maxillary sinuses, which are the most common ones that are infected, or those are the ones below your eyes on either side of your nose. And that is the one that is most easily cleansed. The others are really hard to get to, and they really cannot be washed per se but you can cleanse the intersection. It's called the osteomiatal complex, the intersection of where those sinuses drain into. If that pathway is open, then nature allows it to drain. Um, I don't know that I answered your question. (laughs) Well, I was just, no, I I, I think that you did. I think my, it was more of a statement that Washing your nose and certainly doing it comfortably. So, right, you're, as your company slogan, do no first, do no harm, because you know I think it, when it's uncomfortable, and you know people out there know about the neti pot, know about nasal washing. As you said, it's been around for thousands of years. But what my comment was is that I think that it's not only sort of maybe I I'll say treatment loosely, but also it's prevention and it's and it's symptom relief. So there's a lot of benefits. There the symptoms. Thank you. So if your nose is itchy, why is it itchy? Because it has irritants in it. So you could either go take a pill to hide the symptoms, but those irritants are then absorbed into the body and start symptomatic symptoms, not just focal symptoms. Or the the other option is, oh, my nose is itchy, i.e. it's dirty. Oh, maybe we should wash it. It's not that unique an idea because it is our filter. We don't live out in the country eating the foods that we grew anymore. We live in a world of pollution and a lot of allergens. It's interesting, um, a little bit off subject, but the amount of, the number of people suffering from allergies is growing every year. Why is that? because we're exposed to so much garbage. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, washing your nose, I think, is akin to brushing your teeth. So, and the reason I want to make that analogy right now is because if you've never brushed your teeth and now you have some um, sensitivities and cavities, if you're going to brush your teeth now, it may be a little bit sensitive it may be a sensation that you're not used to. 
putting a brush onto the teeth, if you've never done it, it's weird. But when you get to doing it every day, you enjoy the feeling. A nose wash is similar. If you learn to wash your nose before you're snotty, it's a piece of cake. When you become snotty, it depends on how congested you are as to how you should wash, which is why my instructions are specific about it. Example, uh, if you're totally congested on one side, you cannot move any air on your left side, then your first experience with any nose washing is going to be different than for most folks because, because that left side is congested. The way to do it, I have found, is you, you gently use the hypertonic. Oh, can I ask you which side do you think should be used first? Okay, so you're, ta- you're asking me if, 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 the, if the left side of the nose is most congested, I've got a quiz completely, here. completely 100%. Which, no air movement. Which, okay. I'm just going to, my knee-jerk reaction, it would be the opposite side. So it flushes through and then out. That, that's what I'm going to tell you. And that's what most, most, most people say. And in fact, I should tell you that many ENTs say that. But clinically, good company. you're in good company. And I only know this through experience. What my experience, if you do it the way you say, because the liquid will not be able to exit the left side and you're using gentle pressure, the solution is going to be forced into the eustachian tube on the right side. Ah. So the way that I suggest doing it is if you imagine a rotor rooter. Do you know what that is, or are you too young? <laughs> no, I know. Okay, so if you imagine NasoPure is now going to act like a rotor rooter in the congested side, by you're going to wash with the hypertonic and only a little bit. You're not going to expect it to go all the way through. You're just going to try to get the salty water touching as much of the congested area as you can. Let it snort it back out, wait an hour or two, do it again. Now you'll be able to go in a little deeper because the salt has now shrunk some membranes. And you repeat that process every few hours until you can totally open. Then you're free to wash on either side. Wow. Yeah. Totally counterintuitive to me, but I, I hear what you're saying. I think that makes quite a bit of sense there. Um, that's great. So I want to ask you this this question about the pandemic, um, and I mentioned it at the start of the show that we're in it. We're, we're, we it looks like to me, with cold and flu season coming, um, maybe a second wave of this novel virus as well, because it does it we're ticking up in some states and such. What what has stood out to you the most during the COVID nineteen pandemic? Uh, specifically around the nose, or in general? Just anything. That you've seen, yeah. I I guess the thing that strikes me is is, um, people assuming they know what they speak of. 
way before we really know. That drives me nuts. Okay, so yeah, because this is a novel. Novel means it's never passed through our immune system and that we uh, we we have a lot to learn yet. And I, I think that's, that's ab- super absolutely. fair. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, there's so many variables. And it, you know, it's basically a tsunami. And we don't, we're analyzing it as quickly as we can in all different ways. But, and we've learned a lot. It's enormous how much we've learned in such a short time. I want to head back to the nose because I've got an um, interesting observation. One of the things from the novel virus that I um, did hear and read about is that perhaps a, a, a port of entry for this virus is in the ACE receptors in our nose, in our nares. And what's been interesting to me is that the way that people wear masks, <laughs> I mean, they've got great chin protection. It's almost like, um, I, you know, at least I'm trying, right? But I feel like covering that nose is probably the most important part of the, I mean, and I mean, obviously as a airborne virus, it can get in your eye secretions, um, your mouth, but your nose, I think that's where they've identified a point of entry. And so I guess it's just my observation um, to decrease transmission when you're wearing a mask, just wear it over those openings. I think that's, you know, when appropriate, it's really important. Yes. And, and, um, I would love to share with you, and you're probably aware of them, there are so many studies that are, have come out in the last six months. I'm going to guess 20, 30 studies looking at the port of entry, the load, everything you discuss, and it is clear. Most of the viral load is in the nose. We know from past viruses, without a doubt, washing the nose during cold and flu season on a regular basis, reduces the number of colds one develops. That's based on many, many years of research. It's proven. We don't have that proof with COVID, but it sort of makes sense. In addition, the preliminary studies show that there was one in, I think, the United Kingdom Gargling with salty water and washing your nose with salty water greatly reduce the COVID load. Tell me what harm there is in that. I have, and here's another fun fact. Um, There's another study that is uh, preliminary results have come out, but the formal uh, conclusions are not out. And they are looking at hypertonic nasal washing with a bit of a surfactant, like baby shampoo, to remove it. And it's very exciting to me because for 20 years, with folks that have had recurrent troublesome sinus infections that have been on antibiotics, have a terrible biofilm, the next step is surgery, when they use hypertonic buffered with a few drops of a natural baby shampoo, the infection is gone. And there's scientific reason why surfactant, which is an antibacterial, gets rid of the virus, which I think is so fun. The virus tentacles attached to the surfactant, um, surfactant breaks up biofilm in little pieces and gobbles it away. Um, 
And so it's so exciting. So it's a simple washing your nose with a little bit of baby shampoo. Isn't that exciting? (laughs) Yeah, this is great. All right, so just to wrap up here, nasopure.com is an incredible website where listeners, you can find out more about the gentle, um, comfortable nasal washing. So on a regular basis, last question for you, doctor, um, how, how often? So, and, and when does it change? Like, Hey, wash your nose every day. Like you brush your teeth or is it wash it more? If you are symptomatic to, uh, tell our listeners a little bit of a guideline about n- nasal washing and the frequency. Okay. If you're perfectly healthy and you don't want to wash your nose, fine. If you're exposed to anything or you want to just keep a healthy nose, wash once a day. If you have any symptoms or you're exposed, it's your allergy season or you just went to a bonfire and you got a bunch of garbage in your nose, wash it twice a day. If you have an infection, we're talking about headache, green snot, fever for more than a day or two, a real infection, you could use NasoPure three to four times a day for at least a week or two until you're seeing improvement, then go down to go down as you improve. If anybody ever has any questions, they could call me directly or they could email me. But I want to say one more thing. My product has always been made in America and my product is assembled by adults with disabilities when it left my basement. So this company has a heart. Yeah. Well, we That's need what a I lot. wanted to say. <laughs> thank you. Dr. Hanna, thank you so much. We need all the heart that we can muster up these days to not only take care of ourselves, but each other. So mindful listeners, you can also hit YouTube and type in Nasopure. It's N-A-S-O-P-U-R-E, just to kind of get a little demonstration for what you're up to. All right, Dr. Hanna, thank you so much. And my mindful listeners, I appreciate you, and we're going to see you next time.